Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi guys, welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, I'm so excited today. I have Miss Juicy herself. You guys know her from Little Women Atlanta. Hey everyone, my name is Miss Juicy Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone. Oh, playing a try. Give her another take. Give her another take. I love, I love her. Now, if you guys don't know who she is, she's like in a bunch of memes online. Like if you... If you're on the internet, you've seen Miss Juicy. And I also have Tyler Duckworth is back with me today, and I'm so excited. He's our Olympics correspondent. So we're going to be breaking down the Olympics. We're going to be breaking down all sorts of pop culture stuff. But before I do, I got to get some paperwork out of the way. I have some very exciting news. We officially have a producer on the show. So we have someone that's been working on the show. Uh, Her name is Whitney Fromholtz, and she's fantastic. She was on our Summer House episode she was breaking down Summer House with me, and now she's officially joining the Everything Iconic team. She's here right now. Whitney, say hello. from oh, hello. From- <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know if you could hear, but so she's <laughs> officially on board, and, and she's going to be helping with this audio to make sure we have good audio. Uh, so I want to say that. Thank I'm- you. Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> I want to also say we got a website up and running, everythingiconic.com, so you can find all the links to social media. The episodes will be on everythingiconic.com. There's a little shop with some cute, like, Valerie Cherish stuff. I mean, like, a lot of merch, a lot of cute <laughs> pop culture merch, so check it out. Um, I also want to mention uh, social media. Find me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino, on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook. I'm facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. So that's what, that one's different, and that's on the the website and everything. Gosh, this is annoying. It's so much paperwork, right? I also want to mention our sponsors, Samson Technology. We got a new sponsor, Bulk Apothecary, bulkapothecary.com. Very excited about that. Finally, if you guys like this, please rate and review it on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Thanks. So now to my first guest, Tyler Duckworth. You guys know him from the real world, from the real MTV challenges. He's a dear friend of mine, and he's been on the show before, and he's here. And I just want to mention, before before Tyler comes on, I want to just let you guys know the text I got from him last night. <laughs> so la- yesterday, during the day, I got a text saying, hey, I'm not going out tonight, so I'll be really fresh tomorrow. <laughs> he said, I'll be really fresh to record today. So then, at 2.07 a.m., I got a text that just says, <laughs> I'm going to censor this too, Tyler. <laughs> 2.07 a.m., the text reads, I just got a 2 a.m. booty call from the executive producer of, and I won't say the name of the show, but an executive producer. And then it says, him and his boyfriend want to watch me blank. <laughs> I won't I will censor it. Then he says, doing it for the scoop. <laughs> so, Tyler, what oh. scoop did you get us last I night? mean... I got us everything we need to know and then some. Um, I'm always willing to take one for the team. Take one for the team. So I didn't say the name of the show, but we can just assume that it's in our wheelhouse of everything iconic. It's what, and I, I, I hesitate to text people late, but 
No, I loved it. Knowing you and um, just knowing what we love, it was so serendipitous that this person would, out of you know nowhere, hit me up and uh, maybe housewives adjacent. Yeah, producer. perhaps you know, perhaps. So, a- so, did you get any? Let's say this was possibly a housewives producer. What? allegedly scoop well you get it's kind of like the trump white house there's a lot of shakeups coming and right. i and i had texted you this morning because i didn't get the text until this morning but i said <laughs> find out if brandy's coming back <laughs> <laughs> well it's okay so that's kind of an interesting uh, why you say brandy because um it's kind of if you think about amorosa leaving the white house and her follow-up gig was big brother yeah so it has been probably the biggest get for big brother it's really just it's everywhere it's great for cbs so think about Brandy and her proximity to President Trump. She was on she The was Apprentice, on Apprentice, yes. And so... Is Brandy going to the White House? I mean, if only. Oh I mean, she's probably... She's more certified than Jared uh, <laughs> Kushner, but um, I would say we haven't heard the last of her yet. I, th- I think she's coming back because here's my thing. And I know a lot of people don't like her. When I had her on the show, I got so many tweets and messages and DMs from people that hated her and were so mm-hmm. sending me the meanest things, but I love her and I want to see her back on the show. And Andy Cohen sent a message and when she was in the big brother house, cause I was obsessed with celebrity big brother, mm-hmm. Andy Cohen sent the message. So all of the house guests, guests got family messages and Brandy's was from Andy. <laughs> but I will say though, I watched the live feeds cause I was addicted. Oh yeah. And she said on the live feeds, she didn't want to see her kids or family because she said it would be too hard for her to stay yes, there if she saw them. That's fair. So I believe it was her choice not to get any messages from family, but it was Andy. And I thought, you know, I think Andy's positioning this for Brandy comeback. And I Absolutely. hope to God. I mean, hey, listen to this. How can you not? I mean, it's reaching like a crescendo at this point because again, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother has been huge. Yeah. So if you think about what hasn't been huge, the drama on Beverly Hills this season, oh, so boring. they need to just clean house. And I think, you know, when you have the likes of Camille coming back, she's, she's getting her narrative arc this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the way she's doing it is questionable, but you know, and then Brandy, I mean, without Kim on the show, it's like, so I think, you know, Brandy's really crossed over outside of the Bravo universe into mainstream. And I think that she's probably the best thing that could happen to Beverly Hills. So totally. I agree. And I think uh, celebrity big brother made her so much more likable again, because I, I had a lot of, I heard from a lot of people that just watched celebrity big brother that fell in love with her. Yes. Didn't know her from real housewives of Beverly Hills. And she was just so likable. She was drinking all the time. And she was like that lovable underdog that we liked in season two, three. Well, and also you have to think about Beverly Hills, too. Like, when she was just getting out of a wretched divorce, and she had two small kids, and she was like, how am I going to pay my bills? She did, was kind of new to that whole reality th- game. Yeah. And I think what's exciting is that she's been around the block, and she's not intimidated by those mean girls. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I think she's just grown. I've always been a, a stan for Brandy. Me too, yeah. So I just think she's older, wiser, and I think she could really carry the franchise if they were to bring her back. Yeah. So I, the only thing I would worry about is LVP. I don't know if LVP well, would, but that's the thing. LVP doesn't matter. It's yeah. like, it's like LVP didn't make the Olympic team. You're gone. Okay. You <laughs> didn't make the team. You're not on the podium. Get lost. Everything's back to the Olympics. I know. Team I USA needs Brandy. You do. So like, I relate everything back to housewives and you relate everything back to Olympics. Yes. And that's yes. why we're a great parent. Yes. That's why it works. But that's everyone, works. I know people don't like Brandy. So don't tweet me and tell me because I know it. I, and you know what? I respect it. I respect people who have other yeah. opinions on it. But dude, I think also if people say they don't like her, I think you can't say no without offering a solution. Yeah. Like, who would be better? They need they need messy people back. I know. You know, I heard some scoop on the other Housewives franchises. Now that we're here, I feel like I should share them. Oh, well, you know I have 
inside gossip with Wait, a so lot of them. So, do you have any like really good gossip that you should share? Um, well, I, I rumor has it that Shannon Medore and I have the same group of therapists, uh, psychiatrists. <laughs> um, <laughs> same group of. Well, I mean, it takes a village. Um, and if you know me, I'm the same sort of crazy as Miss Bedore. Um, but I think yeah. that there's also, you know, rumors that they're shaking up OC big time because, you know, there's nothing left there anymore. Yeah. We're sick of it. You know, it's, I just think they need to just clean the slates, yeah. bring them some new ones. Well, I do know that's something that I heard because I get all this. People come to me with information that I do not want. Well, now through your website, people can, you know, you should have a yeah, tip line. There's a contact form, everyone, right? Oh my God. <laughs> Cuts at me being drunk, being like sp- spreading lies. And like, <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the tough thing about this is like a lot of people will come to me and I don't know what's real and what's not real. Like some people. I don't think half the cast up. members of those shows know what's real or not real. Yeah. So <laughs> the other day, somebody was messaging me that they were one of Sonia's live in interns and Ooh. it was great, but it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to report on it if I don't know what's true, but I do know that Orange County uh, is go- it's going to be Shannon, Tamara, Kelly, and Vicky, and I, mm. they're having two new wives. Um, thank God Peggy's out. I know. Thank God and Peggy's out. What was that one with the the monkey arms? Just Lydia. Oh my God, she was the worst. And Megan. Ugh. Megan. Uh, I liked Megan. Yeah. Enough. I, I mean, too. I want one of her candles. Let's put it that way. Yeah. She was forgettable. She and was- I think her husband's kind of hot in a daddy kind of way, but. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's besides the point. I actually thought David Bedore was hot, but oh, me too. He's the worst. He's the worst. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of murky darkness there, but but so I don't know if you heard, Kelly Dodd got divorced from oh, yeah. Michael. Yeah, and Vicky set up Vicky and her boyfriend, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, what's the, that? the cop. Yeah, they set up Kelly Dodd's ex-husband with someone. Ooh. So Kelly Dodd is like really pissed at Vicky. She's been like mean tweeting Vicky and stuff. Yeah, that's see, that's that's the new Tanya Nancy. All yeah. right, that's a rivalry. I'm because both will play dirty, and both of them are unhinged. Yeah. And now that Kelly's going through like menopause and a divorce, like she could be the new it girl of of OC. Well, uh, she like tweeted a lot of mean things to Vicky and then took him down. I feel like Bravo maybe told her to put took him down. That's my oh. theory. But see, here's my thing: it's just like own it. Oh, no. We all know you're crazy. Just own it. It's like, yeah. and also people can screenshot. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> it's like mm. all the like good housewives account on, accounts on Twitter, they all have the screenshots. So well, it's kind of like, like when someone like maybe not me, but you know, when I hear people on like Grinder and stuff being like, "Oh, let's make a video," and I'm like, mm. yeah. you know, you can't erase those once it's out idea. there because you know, obviously, I'm going to run for Senate one day or something. Yeah, you know, I just can't like you know put my future political career at risk. But yeah. if one were two, I would caution people to even make those videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also know that Shannon, or wait, not Shannon, Tamara and Vicky are on their way to Andales. Oh, well, did right you now. know I was, I went to Andales in November? You told me about Yes, this. okay. Yeah. How was it? Um, I watched a football game and we didn't know if we were being hit on or solicited by hookers. Mm-hmm. I went with my best friend um, and we were watching a football game. Tale is all this time. <laughs> I mean, it just was like kind of like underwhelming, but it's very basic. And I feel like OC for what it is is basic. I feel like yeah. Andales is basic. But I think with Kelly Dodd, they could really like up their game. Yeah, I had read that Shannon's meeting Tamara and Vicky on the trip. Oh. But Tamara and Vicky were wearing, they like, I don't know if this was on Instagram or where it was, but they were wearing hats that said like, I, I want to say it was like Lucy and Ethel or something hats, Ugh. which they all fucking think they're Lucy and Ethel. Don't even get me started. Every I mean, single housewife pairing, the minute they have a good conversation, Oh no, it was, I, my producer just pointed out, it's Thelma and Louise. They were wearing Thelma and Louise. They hats. wish. But they always think it's like, or follow through with it and just end it all. <laughs> we can get a new cast. Drive off that cliff. <laughs> all right, we get it. Keep close. Next. 
God. Well, here's another thing that I still think is interesting is that New York, um, because like Luann got that huge, like put that profile in the Times. The New York Times. I mean, that's, that's her gold medal moment, if you will. I mean, beautiful. you can't get much, if you're a housewife in New York City, that's like the end all be all. With that dramatic photo of her looking out at the rain. Oh, what wasn't she thinking about in that oh, photo? I loved it. I mean, she, she gave up the title of a countess. In that photo, I mean, she's drinking from a coffee mug that says, like, eggs a la Francais. <sighs> like, but see, one that's kind of one of those stupid, trashy caps that those other women in OC, at least she's, like, gonna, like, create merchandise that's clever. Yeah. Uh, I loved that piece, and I messaged Luann on Instagram after it came out. <laughs> You're such a good friend to her. You're such a we're, good friend. Because we're Instagram friends, so I, I messaged her. Or I'm at least friends with whoever's running her Instagram account. <laughs> I mean, you kind of wonder, because you know Bethany is, like, type A and all over that. Yeah. But, like, Luann probably still doesn't. Well, I don't know. Did you see um, Luann and Sonia trying to... She didn't know how to tag Sonia in a Instagram story. Sure. And, as you know, Greggy is basically Luann and I'm Sonia, if we were housewives. <laughs> yeah. And he goes... And I was like, oh, my God, Greggy, that's so funny. He goes, Tyler, do you even know how to tag? I go, no, I don't. <laughs> He goes, Tyler, you just found out what Instagram stories was about a week ago. I go, that's true. That's oh true. But that's why I'm Sonia. Yeah. Wait, what housewife are you if you were any of the housewives? Um, it was someone that's like a one season person. No, that's no, boring. no. All, all, and all the either and all the canon of housewives. Who would you, you know, be? I don't know. I'm not very confrontational. So it would have to be someone non confrontational. Like maybe like slithering around in the back and like making like Dipping a Greek, toe in the water. Maybe like a Greek chorus. One or or maybe like a Dorinda where I get in the mix like like I hold it all in. Well, and then, that's he, yeah. I, well, people are listening. I got to tell you this about Danny. He's all fun and games, and he gets a couple drinks in him. And I've I have been like I'm clutching my pearls. Like he will say stuff that no one else will say, and I'm like, so you are a Dorinda. Maybe a Dorinda. You are. Yeah, and Dorinda reminds me so much of my mother, and I'm turning into my mother. Like I'm morphing into her as we God speak. Bless you, I'm Linda. Jealous. Yeah. Your mother is iconic. <laughs> so Linda is a Dorinda. So I must be, I'm like a, a mini Dorinda. Like I'm the Muppet Baby's version of Dorinda. Yes, but you have it like together. You're like prim, well, prim and proper, but when like things go down, you're not hesitant to like throw down. Yeah, I will if I have And if you had a, if you had a daughter, it'd probably be crazy like Dorinda's. I hope to have it. Actually, I want sons, but I digress. I also heard in terms of Housewives news, I know Dallas is filming. Oh, tell me more. And they are... Oh, by the way, not to interrupt, but last night um, I did inquire about Dallas. With your hookup. Yes, with the hookup. I I know I was not shameful. You know, it's kind of like, oh, like, turn around, get on your knees. So what's going on with the... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not afraid. Like, if if I'm already in that deep... like, no, I'm not going to do that, but tell me more. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to list this as explicit on iTunes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do the explicit version later. <laughs> well, I heard that Dallas has oh. the exact same cast going. Good. Which is perfect. perfect. Um, what else did I hear? There is there is a new... God, I don't know if I should give this away. I don't know how much people want to know, because I hear some good stuff, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to... I don't want to ruin it, you know? But well, one of it? the Dallas housewives might have... <laughs> My producer's saying I shouldn't say this. Oh. Jane? Jane? Jane. I had heard, allegedly, that one of the Dallas housewives has a new child. Oh. Wait. They found one? Like, in the gutter? Or- <laughs> maybe. Allegedly. Maybe. Possibly. This Whoa, could th- That's maybe their this, season three. This could, this could all be made up. Like, I don't know what people tell me is real. I don't know what's face, but, but false. But allegedly, possibly, maybe one of the housewives adopted a kid in the off-season and maybe allegedly didn't tell the other housewives. 
Or Bravo. I'm zipping my lips, but also it could... Or Child Services, did she, like, you know, rescue it? We might have to edit this out, Jane. Yeah. (laughs) Whitney. Whitney's my Jane. Whitney, hey, Everyone listening, if you hear me say Jane, (laughs) I'm referring to Whitney. As you're wearing a Valerie Cherish. Hello, hello, hello. I'm just doing a comeback callback. (laughs) So, anyway, let's, um, let's get into... We talked a lot about Housewives. Let's well, get you into- know what's funny, though? I quickly, before we even jump into the Olympics, is that how I was impressed with some of the Housewives getting into it for Team USA. They were really, like, Bethany started tweeting. Um, I don't think Sonia really gets what's going on with the Olympics, but it'll be fun watching some of them chime in. Yeah. Like, it's also, like, how they spell things. Like, most people can, like, figure out what how to spell, like, an axle or a sow cow. <laughs> and Tonya, if Sonia is just kind of like, where am I? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. These messages I got from someone who was allegedly Sonia's linen intern were (laughs) shocking. (laughs) I would like to publish them as a story. I don't know if I can. I invited her on the podcast. I mean, if those walls could talk. She she said there's like a five-year NDA. Oh, really? Yeah, so she said as soon as it's up, she's willing to come on. (laughs) She's like, I'm writing a tell-all. You Actually, you should write it for her. (laughs) Oh my god, I'd love to. I just want to watch, or I want to write all these Housewives books. I'd love to. We'll see who it's, yeah, I mean, I, listen. Okay, so we gotta get into it. We gotta go, we gotta go. This is bad. When I have you on the show, I just want to gossip. I know. And I'm not, I don't want to gossip. I will, it's not gossip, we're just spreading the gospel. True. So the Olympics are over. Yeah, so the games are done. Um, now, I, I have some things that obviously want to touch down on, but talk to me, because you are every Mr. America, everyday every day America. <laughs> oh my gosh. What were your Miss thoughts? America, I yeah. like to think. What were your takeaways? Okay, so I was telling you before, I love this Olympics more than I ever have before, and that's because of you, because you got me more excited Thank about you. it than I would have ordinarily been. Thank you. That said, I fell <laughs> off. Okay. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I got bored... You know, somewhere down the line, and I turned to my Big Brother live feed. I mean, that's hard to compete with, though. <laughs> I mean, talking about sports and competition, that CBS played their cards right. Tyler, I was on that CBS app in the middle of the night. You would text, you'd, I'd be like, Mariah landed the triple axel. And he goes, Amorosa, live feed, go. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like <Marissa's>, Identity crisis! <laughs> I was just watching my favorite part of the live feeds, and I'm digressing again, but Marissa... Every, she would always be on the live feed eating, and then they'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Hairspray. Yeah. And they'd always be like, Marissa, like, are you... You're eating again? She's like, I didn't have a lot to eat today. And it was like, every time I turned it on, she was like, shoveling a mouthful of Doritos in her mouth. And But I mean, I... But also, I would have been too. Oh, like, I mean... If there was a live feed in my house, the amount of food I shoveled in my mouth, in, in what I think is secret... <laughs> oh, like, I don't eat in front of people. Aches and gross. And be what I eat is gross. <laughs> so I get it. I've been addicted to dip lately. Like, that oh. ranch that ranch dip mix. I'm into, like, spinach artichoke. Mm. And I make I make my friend buy it. If he's going to, like, the store, I'll be like, oh, can you buy this for me? And then I'll, like, late night. Sometimes, this is confession time, sometimes I'll eat and I'll throw away the trash before Mac gets home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the girl, girl interrupted, like hiding in her bed. No, I literally, I'll go to the trash chute, like with my whatever it is, because like I, sunglasses on, looking around the corners. Yeah, because like I don't want <laughs> incognito. <laughs> I don't want him to know what I ate, like because I don't want to have to listen to him say like you already ate all that or like you had all that today. I complain about the calories now. I know. <laughs> 
All right. So speaking of eating, so Big Brother was distracting. Why do you think maybe you fell off the bandwagon with the games? Is it too long? Is it just too much at once? I found some of the some of the events were boring. I liked the ice skating stuff, but the problem with the skating stuff was I didn't understand the judging. Yes. Well, so, I don't think the skaters do. We can do you want let's start off there. How yeah. that's a great place to start off with. So yeah. this, you know, I just want to it's called Ladies Who Launch. And there's been a lot of controversy. <laughs> Wait, what's called Ladies Who Launch? You know, us talking about the women's figure skating competition. <laughs> Tyler's segment idea is called Ladies Who Launch. I'm like not even like an adjacent producer. I'm a guest that I'm coming up with. So I apologize, Whitney. <laughs> Wait, but- Tyler, I'm going to stop you. Okay. Let's slow down for a second. I had something important to say and I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. Should have taken that Adderall I offered you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not take the Adderall you offered me. Yes. I'm not condoning it, but I described it. Sometimes the last, I think it was the last episode, people were messaging me like, what were you on? And I was like, I just had a lot of coffee. Because <laughs> I get, cr- I'm not good with coffee, you guys. Like, yeah. and when, before I record, I will have extra coffee. Like, I'm drinking it right now with yeah. my Prosecco. And so last time people were like, oh my God, you were so hyper. And I'm like, yeah. The, people were, would do that thing like, did you have pasta? You know what I mean? Oh. Like, like the, no, cocaine. he's on a diet. And I'm like, no, I just had way too much coffee. I will say, can I just tell you how much I'm in love with Billy? I thought she was oh, so Billie calming. Lee. I was actually on a morning walk and I was listening to that and she was so calming. And then I was doing a similar walk, listening to the Ariana episode too. And I was wondering to myself, I almost want to go because we live, we both live very close by to Sir. I kind of want to like walk around and see if I can like find out all the passwords. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I'm just very curious about all that. Okay, let's get into okay. Ladies Who Launch. Ladies Who Launch. So uh, I can't tell you how many people after the f- women's figure skating competition said, Medvedeva was robbed. Medvedeva was robbed. The other Russian girl was robbed. And it's like, listen, this is, you know, this generation's Tara versus Michelle. You know, the technician versus the artist. So what's hard, you know, what people were complaining about was, you know, they're both kind of young spring chickens that came out of like nowhere and... I think what's hard for people to understand is that Zagatova, who won, she was in the red uh, ballerina outfit. She put all of her jumps at the end of the program because she gets a 10% bonus. But I feel like that takes away from the overall structure of the performance, you know, because it just becomes about acrobatics. Whereas Miedvedeva, who was the reigning two-time world champion, did gave us a complete package. So I think that's a lot of people felt that the young jumping bean won. And I can say I know how that feels because I still can't even watch the 98 Olympics because of Michelle's gold medal being stolen from her. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about that, but that's too real. <laughs> it's too still real. too real. It's too, still too, too, soon. too soon. But, you know, on a more positive note, you know, during the team competition, and this is to your point, you're saying the the figure skating competition was so long. You know, the girls had, were the first to skate at the beginning. And then three weeks later, they have to keep that momentum up. That's almost impossible. But at the end of the day, it gives more people a chance to medal. And America's new sweetheart, Mariah Nagasu, and that triple axel mm. for around the world. I did see that. I mean, I was eating pizzas, shockingly, in Huntington Beach. and I just What started, kind of pizza? Um, pepperoni and sausage. A DiGiorno? Deep dish. No, it was in a restaurant. Okay. I needed to be in public so I didn't do anything weird and cry. I'm going to stop you right there. I tried... A pizzeria style DiGiorno recently. Ooh, it's that? a new style of DiGiorno, yeah. and I did not care for it. Really, <laughs> I did not care. for I it. I don't think they should play around with that stuff. No, it's, it's like, like a, a classic. Drill. So, just if you're listening and you're 
going to the grocery store later, just get a classic DiGiorno or try their deep dish one. Do not try the pizzeria style. Don't be brand new. Anyway. I agree. No, I mean, just that was really exciting. Um, did you see the men's figure skating competition? <clears throat> a lot of it. Okay. Yes. Did, I re- fell in love, like most people, with Adam Rapon. Oh, I mean, we'll get to Adam in a, just in a moment. But okay. I think what was so interesting was that the comeback story was Nathan Chen. And he's a Southern California boy. And he went from 17th to 5th. And he was about two points away from getting the podium. I think that was really hard because he just, you know, he's 17 years old. He's young. And he had the whole world looking at him. But it was really exciting. Um, I mean, six quadruple jumps in one program is huge. Now, um, Adam Rippon, what, what a gem. He's America's sweetheart. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's our generation's Julia Roberts, if you will. Mm, you know what I mean? Bold statement. But are you going to contest me on this? Or? No. Um, and I think what's very interesting is, and I have personal beef with Johnny Weir. Um, what? So I was at Michelle Kwan's uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony back in 20, uh, 2011. We'll unpack that later. Oh, we're going to unpack it right now. Oh, okay. So I was there uh, taking pictures. Tara Lipinski was there. Sarah Hughes. You know, Dorothy Hamill. All the names, names, names. And Johnny, Johnny was not... <laughs> names, names, names. Let me anyway. just slow you down. <laughs> Those are all Olympic gold medalists. That's names, what I'm saying. Names names, 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 names. And everyone's there to celebrate Michelle, who also is a Tufts grad. Holla. That's where I went to college. That, so, that half of Adderall that you had is kicking, kicking in. <laughs> well, I just, so we're sitting here. Let me just slow you down. Let's all just take a moment. We're sitting there at Michelle Kwan's induction ceremony, and we're at the U.S. National Championships. It was done during the same time. And Johnny Weir did not get in it. He did not get an invitation. And so instead of just being like, oh, like maybe Michelle and I just aren't friends, he had a press conference outside of the room that the ceremony was taking place. Ooh. That's just weird. Yeah, it's a bitchy move. It's kind of bitchy. It's like, it's Michelle's moment. Yeah. It's her Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And it, Michelle didn't create the invite list. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's shady. Yeah. What did you think of his commentary? Well, it's, so this goes back to Adam, is that I feel that if he, you know, he... I had to ask myself this question. We're going to get serious for a moment. Um, you know, with his crazy outfits and everything. And I feel like there's a dynamic in the gay community about like butch versus femme. There's obviously nothing about me that plays into the dynamic because I'm a very flamboyant person. Yeah. And I was like, is it like just something I don't like about myself that he's dressing so weirdly? But I think what I hesitate and I came full circle on was more that Adam Rippon is just so comfortable with himself wearing the sequence. And, you know, I love his opening pose. It looked his limp wrist, broken wing bird. Mm. It was just him. And I feel like Johnny was in the public sphere for two Olympics. He even had his own show. Yeah. And he was in the closet. And then moreover, at the last Olympics in Russia, when they were outlawing homosexuality, homosexual propaganda, he said, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And that was his opportunity to make a statement mm-hmm. about fighting homophobia, not only in America, but in Russia, where it's a crime. And he failed. I feel like Johnny failed the community internationally and domestically. And I think that's why I have a hard time seeing him try and camp it up for attention. Yeah. When it should really be about like, you had that opportunity to be a spokesperson and to be a bigger person. And you didn't take that moment. Yeah. Now it's reported on <laughs> here. I'm trying to be serious and now I'm going to get catty. Cut to cut to <laughs> shocker cut to, <clears throat> uh, we have reports. There's an Olympic spy and it was overheard that. Um, wait, stop, stop no. me for a second. There was a spy. Well, that's what page six said. Okay. They said an Olympic insider said that Johnny's okay. Let's get it right. 
Johnny feels upstage and threw a fit about Adam. An NBC insider sniffed, adding, Johnny should spend less time on his Hunger Games hair and more time engaging the uh, audience. Oh, page six. Ooh. Well, that was that an M- M- NBC insider. So it was probably Hoda. It, well, or Kathy Lee. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford wrote page six a statement. <laughs> well, you can tell by the Because she's pissed. Let me just stop you. Kathy Lee is pissed. Because her job is on the line. Hoda's definitely getting out of that fourth hour of today. Thank God. She is out of there. Have you been watching Kathy Lee with Jenna Bush? Every day. <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> Those are my confessions. I don't like I don't like Kathy Lee without Hoda. I mean, I love I I don't not like Kathy Lee, but I just I like her with Hoda, and I'm very pissed about Hoda. I'm happy they gave Hoda that anchor job. But what else is she gonna do? <sighs> I, I mean, that's know, the job of Kathy a Lee. Got you know, she's out to pasture. Well, she, <laughs> she's out to pasture. Hoda actually was is a real journalist, though. <laughs> Kathy Lee just married someone famous and I was a Christian K- singer in the eighties. I love KLG. I do too. But he, the how fun, dare you? Speaking speaking of you know Adam Rippon and Hoda, you know. They had such a great chemistry. Think- Speaking of Adam Rippon and Hoda, I never thought I'd hear that sentence. <laughs> that That's when we know, you know, things have been rough in the past year, as we all know in our nation, but people like Hoda and Adam Rippon are kind of bringing us back together. Sure. And I think what also is fun to close out this, you know, commentary on Adam and figure skating is that from my dad to, you know, my brother, everyone really identifies with Adam because he just is so him mm-hmm. and he's not doing it for attention. He's just being yeah. him. Yeah. And I think that's the different difference between like Johnny Weir with his bedazzled headphones. It's like Adam was able to be flamboyantly him and win a medal. Yeah. And be himself. And Johnny's doing it to get attention because he's uncomfortable with himself. Interesting. So I think that's the that's the that's the difference in You know, I also love seeing what's great about these Olympics is seeing we saw Gus, who's openly gay as well, right. and seeing the they're two different types of gay i mean talk about stereotypes it's like they're oh, two different course. types of stereotypes Diametrically of opposed yeah so different and so it's like amazing to see these two different gay men openly gay in these olympics and i mean i it warmed my heart seeing like the pictures of gus and adam oh, together and then I seeing that and then seeing nbc air the kiss between gus and his boyfriend who they look exactly alike by the way <laughs> i mean talk about twinning yeah. I mean, he That's, has a type. Oh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. He wrote, I mean, that, that Instagram picture of him being like, this peach got hurt because he took a bad oh, ball. What's a peach? Gus, Gus Kenworthy took a picture of basically his side butt. Yeah. A peach is a butt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or also what the ladies of Atlanta hold in their Well, that's what I was... I I think about a peach. I was like, yeah, get him on the show. Give him a peach. Give him a peach. (laughs) No, a peach is a butt. Oh, okay. Also, just this is for you to know, an eggplant emoji is a penis. Oh, okay. I feel like you need to know. I I know. I'm like so not millennial. (laughs) Going forward. Yeah, I'm on the cusp. I should know these. (laughs) What's the squirt thing mean? (laughs) I know. Um, Tyler. But you know what's funny about... Jane, we need to cut that. After we our our first uh, interview you and I did about the games, Gus actually liked one of your Instagram photos. (laughs) Yes, Gus liked something on Instagram. So friend of the podcast. He's a friend of the show, apparently now. And he did a challenge, so like two degrees of Gus Penworthy. So we're basically, Gus is on the show. Also, confessions, I may or may not have emailed a contact at Buna Murray, who produces the show, to be like, "Um, can you get me in touch with Gus? (gasps) Oh my gosh. Her response, you've been retired for eight years. No. (laughs) That was a hard pass from Buna Murray. <laughs> MTV is not interested in getting you in touch with Gus. No, Gus but Gus, if you're out there. <laughs> I'm sure Gus is not listening to this, but if he is, we love you. And thank you for liking that post of mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know he he like liked an Instagram and commented or something, and then I sent it to you right away. Oh, I was so excited. Sometimes I miss like if people like or comment or whatever, and then other times I see it and I get like Lisa Renna. Uh. <laughs> I'm digressing again, but Lisa Renna like followed me and liked something. And I swear it was like the best day. I was walking on cloud nine. I had been very depressed before then because of the school shootings and a lot of things that were going on in my life. And it turned my day around, which that's a problem that something like that is turning my day around. But this is where we are in America. (laughs) Um, you know, let's, let's, I'll keep it going quickly. Um, yeah, quick. We got to wrap this. My favorite moment. What was your favorite moment from the games? You know, looking back when I flipped to big brother. You know, when curling comes on and you know you had Big Brother in the back. When I switched to the live feed you always and had saw Marissa. <laughs> That's a win. Okay. Um, mine was Team USA, the women's hockey team, beating Team Canada. And you want to know why? Because I, they, I don't, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. They, they got in fist kidding. fights in their previous game, like the women hockey players did. And even Hoda in the package before was like, let me be clear. These ladies do not like each other. Mm-mm. And if Hoda, you know, because Hoda's so sweet. Yeah. And so watching them get, win in that shootout, I think I was at my friend's mom's birthday and I had like half a bottle of vodka. So I started crying and hockey's <laughs> never made me cry before. So, so also, <laughs> if you invite Tyler to your birthday party, he may be crying in the corner. Well, I brought vodka. So everyone won. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me think one last. Okay. I do want to play uh, a game, you know, now that the games are over. Sure. Game for the games. Oh, can I just say one more thing about Gus Kenworthy? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, now that the Olympics are wrapping up and all the athletes are coming together, uh, Gus used his platform again to make a very political statement that I think everyone's thinking. And his tweet was, so proud of all these fellow Olympians. Everyone here has worked so hard to make the Olympics and have the opportunity to walk in the closing ceremonies. Well, dot, dot, dot. Everyone except Ivanka. Honestly. What the fuck is she doing here? <laughs> what I actually do want to talk about that for a yeah. second because Ivanka was at the games. What did you think of her being there? Well, given that I she, mean, I know that you're a Republican. I'm a staunch <laughs> conservative Republican, I'm obviously. Kidding, I'm kidding. No, um, it's funny because she's the only Trump I've ever met. Oh. I met her in Beijing randomly. She was sitting at the table next to me at this building, but she is. Well, she was there because she has. She's love does lifestyle brand and clothes. She does not have a degree in international relations. Uh, Michelle Kwan does. Oh. She went to the Fletcher School of Diplomacy. So I don't understand why Ivanka would be there on a diplomatic mission when Mike Pence, who, you know, Adam Rippon has had beef with. I love how our gay Olympians are like calling to task with mm-hmm. politicians. But, you know, kind of, everyone's kind of like, you don't speak for us. You don't speak for our values, especially, you know, and a lot of women, you know, have spoken up and been like, where have you been during this Me Too movement when you say that you're about girls and women? But your father himself. And I think that hypocrisy, you know, because the game shouldn't be about politics, but it should be about people that are qualified to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's a very interesting, you know, question. Someone that's so divisive, what are they doing representing America? So, you know, like we had said before, you know, because of the Russia and homophobic issue in those games, President Obama sent Billie Jean King as the U.S. rep. That's mm-hmm. how you make a statement. You know, the U.S. sends Mike Pence and Ivanka Trump. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's kind of sad, but uh, you know, but uh, go, go gays. Should have sent Brandy Glanville. She, well, she's, she probably has Donald Trump's number on her cell phone. Did you, I'm digressing again, but I don't know if you saw on Celebrity Big Brother when Brandy just asked Omarosa straight up if she slept with Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, I didn't, but everyone else, someone else is. And I'm like, I love these ladies. It was just, yeah. Brandy was like, I've heard other people have, have you? And it was like, <laughs> 
This is what we need. Brandy and Omarosa just talking. Brandy's like Big Brother's version of you when you do interviews because you're like, oh, I'm totally nice. But if I ask you something and you will slip in some good ones. I try. Uh, yeah, you have to. You're hard hitting girls. You know, I'm going to digress for a second because I'm confident that Miss Juicy's not listening to this part of the okay, interview. Probably not. But she's going to be on the show later today. I already recorded her interview and she. I, I just need to tell the story real quick. She didn't follow me on Instagram. She blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> Not even didn't follow it, blocked she you. <laughs> blocked me on Instagram. So I just want to tease the interview. I asked her about blocking me on Instagram. Can we, maybe we can build those bridges back. Yeah, we did. I, we did. She follows me now. But, okay, good. But it is something. Yeah, I mean, listen. All right, so quickly, anyway, so you can quickly. get rid of me. I, I love games, as you know. So the game is called Housewife or Hometown Hero. Okay. I'm going to read you a bio, and you have to tell me if it's a housewife personality from Bravo, or like a Bravo personality, or part of a bio from a U.S. Olympia. Okay. All right. Go. We'll just do a couple. All right. Great. We'll start off. This por- this person was born in Independence, Kansas, Oregon Trail, and has changed their name over 10 times before moving to California to train. They've written a memoir, Finding the Courage Within, and also has a titanium mesh plate in their face. <laughs> That's... Housewife or Hometown Hero? Hometown Hero. No. Taylor Armstrong. Oh, yes. What was it finding? What was her name of her book? Finding the Courage Within. Finding the Courage Within. I knew I recognized that title. I should have said Housewife. Um, So, number two. I wish I missed Taylor. Bring her back. Oh, too real. Too real. (laughs) Her story was too real. All right, so this one. Um, This person was born and raised in Shelby Township. Has a sister named Jamie Lynn... Uh, began their career as an actor, allegedly, and also quit the army before moving to New York City, where he modeled, again, allegedly with Channing Tatum. Oh, that's House uh, uh, Jax Taylor. <laughs> that's good. That was... I knew that I knew that Jax Taylor lived with Channing Tatum. Allegedly. My producer, Whitney, and I were just texting about that. I, I think Jax... She didn't off. know. Whitney did not know that Jax and Channing Tatum lived together. How are you producing this show? Oh, she was, she's, Get her off. Come on. Know, she's texting me. But also, I have this thing for Channing Tatum, and he's, like, morphing into someone not at all attractive. Like, he, he is morphing into that. But I still love him so much. Like, okay. I, he could do anything to me. Oh. Can I tell you a, a quick digression? So a friend of mine used to be an agent or work at an agency, and that agent may or may not have repped Channing. And I, I was working, yeah, I was working out at the gym. I was like, those shorts are a little long. They look like a straight guy shorts. He goes, yeah, they're Channing Tatum's. <sighs> I was like, wait, what? He like had to drop something off at his house, and he's like, here, I'm donating these clothes, and he took the workout. <laughs> I have the gif of Channing Tatum in like sweat shorts from Magic Mike on oh, my computer. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Gets me through lonely so- nights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll find this up. We have a couple more. Um, our next Mr. Hometown Hero or Housewife. Okay, this person recently had to set the record straight on their dramatic divorce on the show Hollywood Medium. After a very public divorce, TMZ reported that this person, after their divorce in the settlement, was was forced to return their iconic orange Birkin bag, except the ex had vandalized it, saying, fuck you on it. Oh, that's a housewife. Or who was housewife this? adjacent. It's a friend of, right? Who do you think? Ooh. Bay? You think Faye Bay? Resnick? Maybe. Johnny, Johnny Weir. <gasps> <laughs> oh, 
my god. Yeah, scan like Johnny wears the Faye Resnick. I, well, oh, to, to say the least. I mean, can you see Gus Kenworthy or Adam Rippon being in a mess like that? No, no. Not also, our- what is that Hollywood medium show? Because I keep seeing commercials for it while I'm watching the Kardashians. I refuse to watch it, but I'd like to know what it's he about. He says he doesn't know any of these people, and his name's Tyler. So I'm very torn on it all. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know someone who went on it. You know him too, but he said oh, it was all bullshit. I. I yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's called Wikipedia. I'm sure that's what the kid does. <laughs> okay, this is our last one, and this is a special meaning to you. So, this person's home was unfortunately flooded during Hurricane Katrina. Um, they appreciate margaritas, cozy nights, statement heels, and uh, top-knot buns. Uh, <laughs> this person's style has evolved quite a bit, and will also admit that they've had plastic surgery on the chin. On the chin? I don't know. On the chin. Oh. What my producer knows. What is it? What? Stassi? Yes! Oh, Stuck Landing! Yeah, yeah, she's from yes! New- She is from New Orleans. That yes. was good. She was filming The Amazing Race, so they weren't damaged, but her house was. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I remember her on The Amazing Race. She looks totally different. Yeah, well, chin and plat. Yeah. Let's talk about someone that's growing on me. Stassi's growing. Yeah, I really. I feel the opposite. I'm going the opposite way on her. Okay. But well, that's I'm bipolar, I- so you can expect a different opinion on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't even have to talk with you. Like, it's just, you're taking over the podcast. I'm so sorry. No, I love it. But it's, you know. I'm done, I'm done. It is what it is. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everything iconic.
Okay, so I want to talk... You know, I was going to talk about all these pop culture stuff on my own. I was, okay. But while you're here and you're on half an Adderall... Oh, yes. <laughs> I might as well just bring them up with you. Let's do it. <laughs> so I'll just get your take on a lot of these things. Tyler's because take? when... <laughs> Tyler's had a, a half a bottle of rosé and a half an Adderall. And not a lot of sleep. At least this will be the first episode where people think I'm not on cocaine. <laughs> no pasta, no carbs. Because everyone, <laughs> I swear people like message me and they're like, you were really hyper. But a lot of times I just have a lot of, co- I, I mean, all the time I don't have coffee. I've never had those kind of drugs before, but I digress. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Should take the Adderall. <laughs> I'm like, no, what's going on everywhere? I want to talk about some pop culture stuff. Good, let's do it. So, did you see Fergie's iconic oh. performance? So, here's the thing. And Shaquille O'Neal put it best. Homegirl tried something different. Homegirl did good. Leave her alone. And I was like, yeah. well, also, you have to understand, Josh Duhamel, her ex-husband, is also from North Dakota. What did you call him? Duhamel? Just du- Duhamel? 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 I don't know. I, I was I was coughing on my wine. Uh, I, how, do you, how do you call it? I don't know. Do, I don't. I, when you fly to Jakarta, you his face is literally plastered over everything. Like he's really? the only thing that we've exported other than myself. So it's like Tyler Duckworth and Josh Duhamel. 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 Wait, Josh Duhamel. 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 Also, his dad played hockey with my dad in high school, and he's a really good guy. He's beautiful. Oh, stunning! But here's the thing: he's obviously a good guy, so that means Fergie's really cool. And did you remember watching her in Kids Incorporated? Sure, with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes! Her friend of the show. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> She's not really, but... <laughs> she will be one day. <laughs> She's close to getting on. We're close to getting Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wait, what did you... Th- I mean, she tried. Fergie, Fergie or Jennifer Life. Love Hewitt? <laughs> They're all... I mean, they hustle. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt also tried in her career. <laughs> A lot of times. Lot but, of- but Fergie, I, what I found so refreshing was that she was so inspirational afterwards like she did the performance and while it was happening she had a bright beaming smile that was like i've never seen someone so proud of what they were doing and doing such a terrible job and so i respected that i can speak to that you know and at the end i know right and at the end she was like let's play some basketball and she was so chipper you could tell it didn't feel like fakey like she knew that it was bad it felt like for real she thought this was good well it was a tricky arrangement we'll put it that way yeah it was, it was a, a sexual a sexual she tried to jazz it up yeah. and i like a jazzy girl so yeah i and and then what i loved even more was her response so she all this negative response came her way and then she was very positive about it it was like yeah it didn't go my way I tried something different. And it was like, yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I couldn't hit any of those keys. No, I mean, but also, you're not a singer. You should be able to hit some of the keys if you're a singer. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Well, Whitney... Talk about iconic Whitney Houston Super Bowl. It was the year after Kathy Lee sang it. Sure. Oh, if you want something to do on a Saturday night. Two in a row. Two icons in a row. (laughs) Our our nation's greatest voices. Two years in a row. So I want to talk about Queer Eye. Have you been? I've been wanting to talk about Queer Eye on the show since it came out. The new rebooted Queer Eye. I have a connection to it. To who? Karamo <gasps> from Real World. Yes. Oh my God. What's yes. Karamo like? He's so sexy in the show. So here's the thing. Well, I just wa- I binge watched it last night. Yeah, I just finished it yesterday too. Okay. So I get you on track. Yeah. So Karamo's actually, it's very interesting because he did the real world like right before mine. Which and one he was? He, he was on? in Philadelphia. Okay. And so he was very, when he did the show, he was very, had a hard time kind of coming to the realization about his identity as being gay. Was he out on the show? Uh, he had just sort of come out 
And he was very kind of angry. And that was, he had a hard, I, he didn't get a good rap on his season. But when I had met him after, I always loved him. And he was super sweet with me. So I think it's really exciting to see him not only embrace his sexuality, but helping other people become comfortable with himself. So I thought they did a great casting choice. Yeah. The only casting choice I didn't love, well, I, I shouldn't say I didn't love it. I liked it enough because he's pretty Anthony, the food guy. Oh, yeah. But I have some inside scoop, which was that too. they had a chef that was casted before. He was like, not fired, but they replaced him about a month before filming. I'm not going to say who it was, but they replaced a real chef with Anthony who makes hot dogs on the show. <laughs> well, also, he's very successful at taking his shirt off and posting pictures of him cooking with it on. Anthony? And he's friends with Ted, who was the original food guy. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if he's not a food guy. Who? He made hot dogs, Anthony. Oh, well, that's why I'm... I'm he's very listen, cute. Though. I don't know anything about food, but my favorite one of Queer Eye is the hair guy. Because he does the Gay of Thrones mm. for Funny or Die. And he's so funny. I just thought it was really, really good. Yeah. My own one thing, though, quick about Queer Eye is that, like, they should ju- just do straight guys. Like, I need them in my life. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I just got through a bad break off. Well, they did a gay. They well, yeah, but they need, like, I literally need them. Like, they I got laid off, I got dumped. Like, <laughs> they need to take your <laughs> Throw me a bone, guys. <laughs> Netflix, I'm here. <laughs> the Queer Eye guys need to come take your Adderall away. No, they need to just, <laughs> they need to take my wardrobe away. You've seen what I wear. Tyler, okay, I gotta stop you. We need to wrap this up because sorry. we went so long. That's sorry, but it was great. I didn't. Yeah. I don't feel like I had to talk at all. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I offered you. <laughs> you know what? It's my fault for not jumping in enough. <laughs> Tyler, thank you so much. Where can people find you on social media? Danny's like, I'm not even gonna tell him. This is a wrap on Tyler. <laughs> this is a wrap. I'm kicked off the show. Um, at the Mighty Duckworth on Instagram and Tyler Duck MTV on Twitter. And Tyler, thank you so much for doing our Olympics recaps. Thank and, you. And just, you know what, making this whole episode for me so I didn't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Less it. Less editing. <laughs> now I want to get to my interview with Miss Juicy. So if you guys don't know who Miss Juicy is, I just want to intro her really quick. So Miss Juicy is on Lifetime's Little Women Atlanta. Okay. And I have quickly become in love with Miss Juicy. Okay. Even though she blocked me on Twitter or on Instagram before my interview with her, she's fantastic. She gives us the best memes. She's so confident, so lovely. And I just want, I'm so excited for you guys to hear my interview with Miss Juicy. So please listen again, find me on social media, go to everythingiconic.com, rate and review this if you like it. Thank you to Whitney, my new producer. And uh, please enjoy my interview, my short interview with Miss Juicy herself. All right, love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys, I am here with Miss Juicy herself, the the Queen of Atlanta. Miss Juicy, how are you doing today? I'm doing simply fabulous. What about you? Oh, I am doing fabulous now that I'm talking to you. I am such a fan of you, such a fan <laughs> of the show. I I love you, Miss Juicy. Well, I love everyone too. <laughs> okay. Now, how did you get involved? Oh, well, first of all, before I get into the show, we do see a little preview for a, a coming attraction that you have a little health scare. Are you doing okay? Oh, my health is doing very, very uh, well. I just um, go and do checkups on a regular on a regular basis, you know. Oh, good. Well, that's good to hear. So how did you get involved in the show? Being as outgoing as I am, you know, I guess it's recognized on a national level. And, you know, I guess, you know, the other, the other people... Um, I guess from the show, recognize that, that, you know, because I'm a little person, I don't use that as a hindrance, but, um, 
I let it motivate me to go ahead and work harder and try to achieve the goals that I want to do. I want to be and become and do in life. So I just keep it moving, keep it pushing. I let the no's turn into the yeses. Let that be a motivation for me. That is so great. Now, did you have any experience with reality TV before? Not reality TV per se. Um, but as far as TV, yes, the, the theatrical production, Ricky Smiley, um, his morning show, as well as his sitcom. And so, um, would you, would you like to do more acting in the future? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've been acting for over 19 years. What would your ideal movie role be if you could do anything? Well, I want to, I want to have a role where, where, where it'll be challenging. I mean, of course, all of my roles are, it's going to be some kind of comical, but I want to be like a superhero. Yes. Oh, I'd love that. I, I, man. I would love that. I would okay. love to do a superhero movie. We need to get you in the Marvel Universe. You could join the Avengers. Okay. <laughs> and, and voiceovers and, you know, you name it. I just want to, I want to be that person that there's no limit. Yeah. to what I can do. That's fantastic. You, you always seem just so happy and inspirational on the show, so I just really appreciate that. I just want to say. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the show. You and M- Minnie have a little bit of a rivalry throughout the years. How are you guys doing now? Well, we have a love-hate relationship. So in the show, we saw uh, that scene, of course, where Miss Miss Minnie was saying that, you know, she has this catchphrase now and we know you have the catchphrase, you know, Miss Juicy Baby. Yes, honey. So how did you feel when when Minnie came to you and said, you know, she was doing like a catchphrase and she was going by Miss Minnie? When I heard that, I thought that was just absurd. You know, let me help you. In other words, um, saying. Okay, if Juicy can do it, I can do. Don't don't try to do what I do, but try to do what you do. Create yourself, you know, and make it better. Yeah. You know, be your own self. That's what I want someone to do. I don't want someone to copy me, but develop themselves and make themselves better. Now, how did you come up with that catchphrase? <sighs> Honey. <laughs> because I always have to, well, I try to sing. I can't sing, but I try to sing. And on the radio, um, I do like song of the week where I mimic other, or uh, not mimic, but I do other songs that we play on the radio. Yeah. And so um, when I do that, and I, like I said, I love to sing. So I always, I'm always humming or adding a tune or singing stuff that people talk. So when I thought about it, you know, I hear Miss K- I heard Carrie, Carrie Hilson all the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm always singing something. Well, let me sing my name, yeah. you know, sings her name. And it just caught on. Everybody just loved it. So and now I can't stop doing it. Uh, and now you have a bobblehead, too, that that says that in your other catchphrases. It's so great. Yes. Yes, most definitely. It's the talking bobblehead. And I've always wanted one from when I was a little kid, you know, growing up and you see all the baseball players and, you know, the different athletes with their own bobbleheads. And I was like, when I get older, because I already feel like I'm a star. You are. You are. You <laughs> so I said, I am going to have my own bobblehead, but I want mine to be different than theirs. How can I make mine unique? And so I was like, I want a talking bobblehead. 
So everything I say, my bobblehead can say it. That's brilliant. And I, I just want to say you are the star of that show. I mean, I watched since the beginning and I remember you were just like a, a friend or you, you were just making appearances on the show. And it, I was so happy that they made you exactly. the star of the show because it was so deserved. And that's what we wanted to see as fans. Well, thank you so much. Even though I, I don't ever like to say that I'm a star, I let everybody else say it. I feel like we yeah. all are stars. I am the queen of the room. So I sure <laughs> But I don't want to take anything away from the other girls as well, because we all have our own personalities. And like I said, I just try to teach them by doing it myself, not necessarily sitting them down. But maybe if I do it and they see me do it, then they'll have the motivation to go and do it as well. By me being um, older than the other girls, I you know just try to lead by example. Yes. Now, on the show... Uh- would you ever consider dating on the show? Are you single? I hope you don't mind me asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, the people want to know. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, um, on the show, I, I, um, I am single, but I don't think that they know what kind of person to set me up with because I have a high standard. You know, I can't just date anyone. So to have somebody set me up, they really got to know me and know what I'm about. I'm not finna, I'm not about to date just anybody and because that's not my cup of tea what would your ideal man be a very independent person that knows what he wants out of life and what about looks what about who what about looks looks oh Oh, i'm the queen so (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be the only one that looks good attract a very i have to be attracted to the person so gorgeous okay so and i mean don't don't get me wrong even even though I'm not biased at all, I do prefer tall men. But if, if a short man comes along and know how to treat a woman, mm-hmm. there's no discrimination on my part. So you just have to be able to know how to treat a woman nicely and uh, with respect. Oh, that's great. So I want to get into some pop culture questions. Now, first of all, I want to know, what did you think of Fergie's national anthem? Did you see that? Did I uh, with Fergie? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh my god! I I thought it was very comical. Yeah, it was fun. So, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, Little Women in Atlanta. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now I ask everyone this: What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh my god! Do you she like, has so many. I know she has so many. What about like All what? I Want for Christmas or Dream Lover? I think I think it's Honey. Yeah, Honey's so and good. I, I think the name of her song is Honey. Yeah, that's right. It's so good. I love, oh yeah, I, I, I love Mariah Carey. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So you are an internet meme queen. I don't know, have you seen a lot of the content online? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what did you say, sir? <laughs> it is so funny that you said that because when I look and see all those memes, I said, oh my God. I know. <laughs> You know that I've made a bunch of memes of you. And I love every last one of them. Oh, it's um, amazing. <laughs> good. Good. Because I just, I went on Instagram and, you know, I have a bunch of memes about you, but they're all very, you know, they're not mean or anything. But I noticed that. You, no, 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 no. I noticed that um, 
I can't find, I can't look at your profile anymore. So I didn't know if maybe you blocked me on an accident or something. On Amex? I don't know. But, you know, we can. What now? What is your, what is your, are you talking about on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. It's no big deal. But I just, I went to look at your profile and I don't know if maybe it was down or something. I'm I'm updating uh, my profile now. Gotcha. Well, I'll tag you in in all this stuff when I when I post. The yeah, and let me let me check it out because I um have um yeah I, I basically run my page so I don't should I be pressing some buttons. <laughs> I'm still learning it. <laughs> me too. Me too. So you're also. But man- I love the memes that you did with the days of the week. I absolutely love it. Oh, good. So, uh, what is it like seeing your face pop up everywhere? I mean, do you, are you flattered by all of that? Yes, I am. I'm really flattered when my when my niece texts me. I mean, I think when I when I first started theatrical uh, productions, we did a behind the scene interview um, with the um, with the writer of the play. The first thing he had told me when I first met him was that he was going to make me a star. Yeah. And I had never acted or anything in my entire life. And the thing that I told him, I'm like, and it's, and it's funny, I'm telling you this now because I've been believing this, like I said, for over 19 years. He's like, I'm going to make you a star. And I was like, how are you going to make me a star when I'm already a star? That's the attitude and the mindset. So I just try to let my light shine wherever I go and what I do in anything that I do. That's so inspirational. Uh, I, I want to wrap this up. But before I do, I want to know, what do we have to look forward to with the rest of the season of Little Women Atlanta? Oh, my goodness. We have a lot, a lot of things that's happening, you know, new eventers. Um, we rebuilding uh, relationships and mm-hmm. uh, rekindling old relationships and things. You got to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I certainly will. Miss Juicy, thank you so you much. You already know I'm going to have some surprises for you. I know. I know you always do. <laughs> You always do. Miss Juicy, thank you so much. Where can people find you online? Online, um, Miss Juicy Baby, um, the real Miss Juicy Baby on Facebook, um, Instagram, Miss Juicy, R-S-M-S, and then on Twitter, Miss Juicy J. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully, you know, we can be friends on Instagram now. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it so much. Oh, not a problem. Thank you. I've had so much. I did too. Okay. Sounds good. Don't forget to tag me so I'll know. I will. Thank you so much. You are, you are just a delight. You are the best. Oh, you are. How great was Miss Juicy, right? I mean, I loved her. Now, there's one more thing I want to say before we go. There's a survey that I need you guys to fill out if you can. I know that's a lot to ask, and I know I already asked you to rate and review this on iTunes, but there is a survey, and I'm going to pin it to the top of my Twitter. So if you go to my Twitter, at Danny Pellegrino, if you can, fill out this quick survey. It's to help with advertisers, so that way I can keep doing this podcast, because I love doing the show, and I want to keep doing it, but I need advertisers. <laughs> so if you can, I'll pin it to the top of my Twitter. I'll also put it on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. I will put it on my Instagram story. I'll also put it on the new website, which is everythingiconic.com. So if you go to www.everythingiconic.com, I'll have a link to it there. 
And again, just go to twitter.com slash Danny Pellegrino. You could find it there. I'll pin it to the top of the page. Uh, I'm sorry to be so annoying, but it's super helpful so we can get some money and so I could keep doing this show for you guys because I love doing it. And now I have a producer on board. I want to be able to pay her and keep giving you guys good content. So I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Kisses. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.